Hello and welcome to Procrastination Station. Procrastination as in procrastinating and that other thing that we all do. If you can put it together, then you're my people. And if you can't, perhaps click that next button. No shade. I'm your host, Hannah, and I'm here to talk about self-sabotage in a way that invites all parts of us to come along for the journey. I'm here to lay out the setbacks and superpowers of self-sabotage in order to manage our limitations. Throughout the show, we'll discuss designing a life that works in your favor through sustainable creative practices. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you enjoy today's topic. Hello and welcome. I have something so special for you today. I have my friend here, Christiana, and if you notice, we have a different setup. We're actually filming in her apartment today in the heart of Toronto. So excited because it's way better than what I have in just my bedroom at home. <laughs> she's she's acting like it's nothing, but we spent probably the last hour at least moving plants and setting up and everything. And I'm really excited because it's something new and I really hope that you enjoy it as well. If you do, please let me know. Today, we are discussing self-care in entrepreneurship. So I would love to give Christiana the floor to introduce her business and herself and what she does. And take it away, Chris. Hello, everyone. My name is Christiana. I am the founder of Laboratory Cosmetics. I am a newcomer here. I'm also a full-time student, and I'm trying to juggle everything around and also include the self-care into the everyday life. To start a little bit with my background, I have a background in pharmaceutical industry. And coming from Greece, I was studying and working in pharmaceutical industry for five, six years. And then... I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. I came here as an international student in Canada, also pursuing the pharmaceutical industry. And during COVID, I started formulating in my small apartment and that's how I started Laboterra. What do you sell yeah. with Laboterra? So what Laboterra means is a combination of the words laboratory of earth. Terra in Latin means earth. So what I want to do is incorporate the natural ingredients and the science behind the plants into the bath and body products, which is also part of the self-care routine. Yeah. And really like by using this product, it's like giving a little bit to yourself you are dedicating a little bit of time to relax and you are just making this time throughout the busy day and just dedicating to yourself even if it's just a quick shower if it's like whenever you are tired coming from work from school and you are just want to relax a little bit and you just take a shower and apply a little bit of i don't know like a body cream or a face cream or Whatever it is that you have, like in your room, this is this is self care, right? It is self care. That's like a little gift to yourself, especially somebody who's a student as well as a business owner. You might have every hour of your day already accounted for. That having even like fifteen minutes to be one hundred percent present for yourself. To be able to give yourself the gift of self-care and applying lotion, let's say you love the scent and it's just like that split second where you're rubbing your skin and you're taking it, you're bringing yourself back into your body. Even if it's just for a moment, I think that it's so special. And I also feel that your brand and your messaging and everything like that also really ties well into what we're talking about today. Exactly. I really love and that. I know that like people in Toronto, especially in this 
crazy city. <laughs> they don't have time. I am experiencing myself. You are experiencing yourself. I got you. We don't have time. So by pushing, I mean that, okay, just dedicate five minutes, ten minutes, whatever yeah. it is. Just dedicate yourself by, I don't know, it's not only body care products. It's also journaling that can yeah. help. Just walking at a park, like just, I don't know, staring at a wall. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Looking at the window, counting exactly. sheep, like anything that can bring you back into your body in a place of love is self-care anything at all it could be even looking in the mirror and saying five things you love about yourself yes. it could be affirmations it could be meditation it could be so many things and it doesn't have to take a lot of time but when you find that thing that really fills your cup and you can do that on a regular basis your cup will always be full and then you have the energy to be your full best self when you are let's say in a class or you're at a market or you're selling yourself or you're networking or you're doing any of the things that busy adults do, yes. right? I definitely feel that deep in my soul. <laughs> so our topic today is on self-care and as always, I've separated this topic into subtopics. Those topics being overworking, expectations, validation, and self-care. So we're gonna have lots to cover today. Thank you so much for being with us. Overworking. How do you balance your business on top of your studies? Oh my god. <laughs> Something in that answer says that there's no balance. Yeah, go get started. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's really, really, really hard. As uh, two days ago, I just finished exams, final exams. Woo! So we are just right on topic. <laughs> Love it. On time. Yeah, it's really hard mm -hmm. as you understood mm -hmm. it's really really hard but for me at least you have to make time for both like yeah. you have yeah. to decide that okay today i'm gonna sleep five hours <laughs> instead of eight okay so no self-care is no the answer <laughs> but that's okay this is why this conversation is so perfect because everybody deserves self-care yeah Especially the people who don't get any because even if you get that 10 minutes that'll serve you for your whole day and sometimes it really doesn't feel like you have 10 minutes because that 10 minutes has to come from somewhere and it's probably going to come from your sleep that's just the reality sometimes of being a student or being an adult and honestly it just is what it is but you have to prioritize it and make a time even if it's once a week because that's all you can afford with your time right now that is totally it's okay. Yeah. It's totally fine. And something that's coming to mind with you saying that, that there's really no option but to make time for both, it's kind of like if you've heard before, having a five to nine and then having a nine, nine to, to five. five. But you're in school, which does not follow a structured yeah. nine to five schedule. Yeah. So one day you might have 11 to 3, exactly. and then yes. before 11, you're doing Labotera, and after and school, you're here. doing Labotera, and then before bed, you have to find time to cook and clean and do laundry <laughs> and survive. And survive, and you know, speak with your partner, and all, yes. of, all of these things. Like, it, it can be so challenging, and I definitely it respect is. that. Something I find for myself in my self care is that I don't have a pattern. I'm either high energy in the morning or I'm low energy in the morning or I'm high energy at night and I'm low energy at night. And there is no rhyme or reason to the way that my energy works. And when it comes to scheduling myself, it can be so challenging because I could spend all day making a schedule and then I get a migraine and that whole thing is just, it's just garbage. Oh, like yes. I can't do anything, <laughs> right? So then how do I move all of these things and work it back into my schedule? and 
then I end up just not doing it because it doesn't work into my schedule anymore. This is just, it, it's just part of the game, right? It's just part of figuring it out. You know what? It's funny that when you say that you are scheduling, you are making your own schedule and you feel like you are low some, some days in the morning and you are more energetic towards, I don't know, night or some or vice versa. Yes. A funny thing for me is that I make all this schedule ahead because I have to know that, okay, that day I have this meeting. Funny fact, we schedule this meeting. <laughs> I don't know. It, we are talking about this podcast around a year now. Yeah, yeah. So. Like almost to the date we've been planning this for a year. Yes. And two busy yeah. adults take a year to meet to for make, three hours yes. to be able to do the thing. Exactly. And another thing is that whenever I make the schedule or I plan everything, and then whenever I'm at my lows, as you said, like mm-hmm. there are some days that you don't want to do anything. Like nope. you just want to relax. You just want to sleep. We're just when I watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then I open my schedule and I see I have meetings. I have things to do. And in my head, I'm like, who planned for this? <laughs> who did this to myself? <laughs> Why did this to myself? So yeah, I was saying that it was, it is so funny because I'm blaming myself. I'm like, why did I do this to myself? Why did I schedule? <laughs> but you know, there are like things that you have to do. So yeah. And yesterday funny. you had such high hopes for tomorrow <laughs> you. And then when tomorrow comes around, you're like, why did I think that this was a good idea? <laughs> was a good idea right? But you know what? I think that there's balance in that too, because it was a good idea, but you didn't necessarily know that, you know, Tuesday you would have a really low day. And like, yeah. For me, the balance comes from picking and choosing my battles. If I have a meeting, and this is just my personal preference, I will not reschedule a meeting unless I absolutely have to. If I'm showing up to that meeting half of who I am and I'm not energetic and I can't fulfill it, then I won't go. But nine times out of ten, I will go because I can at least make it. However, if it's me on the line for the things that I have planned, and today I wanted to do all of the things, but I decided that just chilling in my bed and doing like playing on my phone or like on Netflix or any of these things if I realize that that is actually what I need today then that's what I need today and as long as I'm not disappointing my clients or as long as I'm fulfilling on my end of the bargain with other people I don't need to fulfill the bargain with myself because it is okay because all of the deadlines that I set are arbitrary and that's the case for literally any deadline the only thing is just I don't like disappointing people but you know even then sometimes you can say you know what I can't come to this meeting because if I show up I'm gonna be half asleep yeah so what I was doing like lately is that I'm a visual learner like I want to see things me too in my room or like in my studio or whatever I can have like the whole world just empty and just like write my thoughts or like write whatever I have in my head. Mm-hmm. It will be great. It will be ideal. So I'm doing something similar. I'm writing my whole to-do list. So let's say both like for business and school. I have to do these assignments. I have to do these markets. I have to do this production and stuff. And then I prioritize which one is more emergent to do. And then I, I make like a to-do list with the... Uh, with a priority, like first it should be the one that hits the deadline earlier, and the second, a third, and so on. And whenever I see it on paper, I see that okay, it's not that big deal. Like yeah. I can do it. Like it's not too many things. Mm-hmm. But also another thing is that I can I should divide it into days. Like Monday, I have to do three things. That's all. 
and mm -hmm. you should stop there trust me yeah <laughs> because otherwise yeah. you you can't do it like physically you can't yeah. do it like you have to 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 write a certain amount of tasks that you have to do like reply to certain amount of emails or texts so that's what i'm doing and at the end of the day when i take this list and i see like oh monday i have like three tasks and i don't did them all then mm -hmm. you get like a boost of confidence that yeah okay i can go throughout the week yeah it wasn't that bad like it wasn't that hard yeah so that's how it came like the balance between school or like two different things yeah. like work and school or school and business or whatever i really love that i really really love that and i feel like say for example if you are doing your things on monday and you have three tasks and only three tasks because you have the weekend to rest and then Say, for yes. example, you have still extra energy. Yeah. You only have three tasks on your list. If you stop at those three tasks, you still might have energy left over to finish Tuesdays. That's true. And so on. And this is where, like, the overworking piece comes in. Because by overworking and pushing yourself to the brink of exhaustion, exhaustion. <laughs> at every single chance that you have even a glimpse of energy... Your body's not gonna want to give you more energy. Exactly. They're like, you're gonna push me too hard. Yeah, you're gonna wake up on Tuesday and say, like, no, I'm not doing it anymore. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we have to treat ourselves as if we are the parent and the, and child. the child. That's so true. Yeah. I pat myself every time. Like, I am. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> you did you you well. Yeah. <laughs> but also, funny thing. Every time that I'm going through a really hard week or like exam period or a period of my life that it's really, really busy and mm -hmm. I have to do a lot of things to do and I finish with success, I give myself a treat. I love, me too. Oh my God, I love yeah. treats. Whether it's a sweet treat or a smelly exactly. treat. Or like or eating even... out like mm -hmm. a restaurant, hanging out with a friend, you know, just sitting in the park, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's working. It's yeah. working. I like, love treats. Yeah. Oh, I love really treats. <laughs> okay. Lovely. It's part of self-care, right? It is totally part of self-care. Oh my god. Sweet treats are my favorite yeah. self-care. Boba. Boba. Yeah. I love yeah. Boba too. <laughs> Me, it's ice cream. Please. It's basically at the end of the day, it's you against you. Yes. That you are pushing yourself to yeah. fulfill things, to do whatever yeah. place in your schedule. It's you against you. Like, you have to push yourself. Yes. Okay. However, there's balance in that. To push yourself sometimes... And to just give in. Exactly. There are, there are days that you're going to push yourself, but there are days that you will treat yourself. Yes. That you will I stay in bed. That you will watch Netflix all day. It's totally okay, right? <laughs> I love that so much. And it is. It is totally okay. And something that I like to tell myself sometimes is if you feel guilty for resting, you're not resting. Because if That's your mind right. is running marathons, you might as well be running marathons. Exactly. And that can be, at least for me, the hardest part of taking any time for self-care is how do I not feel guilty for this self-care? Yes. Yeah. And I don't know if you have any tips on that, but I, I, should, I should record you and like <laughs> listen to this. Like, and, I mean, you know, we are recording. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Like every time, because I, I'm a student now that I have this in my mind that I'm always studying. I have to be studying. Even if I'm, do if I'm not doing anything. Or if I'm, I'm going somewhere, let's say I have an exam and I'm going for a picnic or for a walk with my parents, I will take my laptop with me, my computer, because <laughs> I, need, I feel like I'm studying. Even I don't even open it. Yeah. Because I, I satisfy myself. Like, okay, 
I have it here. I can open it. I can study. I <laughs> do the exact same thing. Like, I bring my laptop. I swear to God, I've brought my laptop on dates. Yes. Like, I, I'm like, oh, I don't know why I have this thing. I don't need it right now. But there's something in my mind that tells me, what if you happen upon a cafe? Exactly. And you have this perfect nook to sit down and work. And if you don't have your laptop, you'll be disappointed. Exactly. And it's so funny because there's, again, balance in that. Because I love being present with the people that I love. I don't want to be thinking about work when I'm on a date. Like, that's just terrible. But there is also this room for allowance to be able to give yourself those opportunities. Like, I don't think it's a problem to bring your laptop even if it might be slightly silly, <laughs> it is so silly. But still, like in my head, I'm okay because I have my laptop, so I'm not cheating. You know? Yeah. Like, it feels like sometimes it feels like cheating. Like whenever I'm not studying or I'm not working with La Bochera or I'm not responding to my emails, I I feel like I'm cheating. Oh no! <laughs> so yeah, that's a, a major no no. <laughs> I feel like I'm such a boring person. Not at all, bro. Not at all. I don't have any hobbies. Like. I don't know. I I like dancing. I used to dance when I was little. Oh, I love like that. Like professional dance. No way. Yeah, I was dancing like from five years old till high school. That's amazing. Yeah, I now. have no rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> I love music. Music, it's part of my self care as well. I love actually so, music is. That's another good thing too to talk about in terms of self care is like, first of all, like listening to music that you love. Even if you're busy doing something else, that can be an act of self-care. You're technically multitasking your self-care. But another thing, if you find, like, sometimes I like to listen to more, like, punk or alternative or, like, different types of music. Country. I like country, too. I actually, I really like folk country, like, really old school. Like, yeah, I um, love it. And I also, it's really funny. I could go on a whole tangent about, like, the music I like. If you're ever feeling, like, let's say, for example, you love rock music and punk music and all of these things and you're feeling like you're in a hole sometimes looking at the type of music that you consume or even to broaden it out the type of content that you consume like instagram yeah. kind of thing your instagram feed like what is it that's coming into you something what do you like is. most yes but then also experimentation trying something new, trying right? something new like let's say you like rock music it's heavy metal and it, you're feeling sad Maybe try some old country because yeah. I know for myself when I listen to rock, I'm more likely to speed in my car. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But when I have country, I'm more likely to go with the flow, and I don't care about traffic, and it just it makes a huge difference in the way that you feel on the inside. So that could be something too for anybody listening who wants more self care in their life, but doesn't have the time and doesn't know where to start. Even looking at the type of music you listen to and changing it up could be. That's awesome. so, so true. And yeah. some, I have, like, actually, funny story also, <laughs> not related to podcast, but I want to share it with you. Yeah, it's okay. So, I know, you know that I was planning to go on a vacation because I desperately needed it. Like, yeah, yeah. after all these things during summer, I went to go on vacation. And then I realized last moment that my husband, his passport was expired <laughs> two years ago. So, <laughs> there's no vacation for that for us. I oh. <laughs> You should go on a girl's trip, even I if it's should. a solo girl trip. Yes. But anyway. Yeah. So I always wanted to go to Ibiza. Ibiza? Yeah. Ibiza? How you say it? it I actually don't know. It's spelled yeah. Ibiza, but I Ibiza. think it's technically Ibiza. Ibiza. I yeah. Think it is technically Ibiza. <laughs> so it is 
you know, it's in Spain and yeah. they play this house music that I love and all these famous DJs and you are partying yeah. from the night till the morning and all this stuff. And I was so inspired. Like, I wanted to go so bad. Yeah. This summer I was like so, so tired. And what I did, I I found all this music that inspired me or like, it's, they are related to Ibiza, let's say, and I made a playlist on oh, Spotify. That's so fun. Yes. And it's almost like you're transporting yourself exactly. there, even if you can't, can't be there in person. Yes. I love that. So I'm like manifesting it, right? Yeah, no, 100%. It's like you're putting yourself in that energy of how would I feel when I am there? Yeah, there right? And then carrying that with you, like as simple as like on your commute to work or something. Yes. And it has like changed my psychology at all. Like if you that. check if you check my Spotify right now, it's like summer in Ibiza. Oh, I love <laughs> and that. It has like all this Spanish kind of music with like house and you know it, I got re- really inspired like just from listening to this music. Yeah. Like my whole psychology changed. I'm like, okay, we cannot go on vacation this summer, but we can go like I don't know in December or maybe another time. So it gave me like power to mm-hmm. like to push myself or like to pat myself on the shoulder and say like okay it's fine we got this you know? mm, we'll make it there one day yes exactly yeah, so really even that. like small things like that like yeah it will boost your psychology i can feel like yeah it will yeah. boost your day-to-day will change like your perspective or even if you are down some days or it will give you like the energy mm-hmm. to surpass like these bad moments yeah that we're facing Absolutely, yeah. like bringing a little bit of the beach into your store exactly. kind of thing. Yeah, I there love are that. like those small things that will change everything. I have another thing with memories and the sand. So mm-hmm. for me, every every summer, let's say, or everything that I have experienced, it has a sand in my mind. So that's I love that. that's this is a part of Labotera of what yeah. I'm trying to do. And scientifically speaking, the sands have a connection with the with the mind and with the psychology of how you your perspective towards uh, other things related Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to your daily life and for me it's that even a a cologne that i was like a perfume that i was using during a vacation that i was in greece let's say even if i smell this it will bring me good memories and my whole psychology change with it you know i love that so much um like I, also, I don't know if you have experienced something. Like no, that. I I really do actually. Some scents that trigger you a memory. I absolutely do. Your scents are definitely connected to your memories. Yes. I actually think I've heard that there's been studies that scents hold the strongest connection to memories yes. as any other sense in our body. So you could smell cookies baking. You're like, oh my god, it's my mom's cookies, exactly. and it just brings yes. you right back to childhood. To childhood, right? Totally. And I actually, first of all, I find it so interesting that like your brand is essentially in sense like yes. with, with La Botera with your bath products and soaps and lotions and all the things all of that is centered around sense so I, I just find that like so perfect but also I tend to be very smell sensitive so I've talked about my migraines before on the show and sometimes not all the time things like heavy perfumes and heavy scents tend to really affect me with that or even just to go a step further it can affect my mental health before it affects my physically physically exactly it's kind of like that's the last thing to really punish me for being in a 
the same room as the set. <laughs> um, but anyway, I've actually started, not even started, I've been doing it for quite a long time. I've been using aromatherapy that as a, a method to work through chronic pain. And I wouldn't say that it ever cures it, but I use yeah. like peppermint oil that say when I have a migraine. It that just takes the edge off. Yeah. It's like, it's no longer like the only thing I can think about. And it's just had a little bit more balance to the situation. And it just, it, it does work for me. But I, I really love that, like, having, like, your Greece vacation perfume to yeah. use when you're in school, let's say, or whatever. I think that's, I think that's really, really great. Fun fact also, uh, you have migraines, right? Yes. You know what you should try? You know, whenever you get migraines, you have to fill a bucket with hot water mm -hmm. and soak your food. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, actually, That's I've right. never tried that, but I definitely should. And I've actually heard of it before, too. Yeah. You know what? I'll actually even take it a step further to say you put your feet in hot water and then something cold on your neck. On your neck, yeah. And then, like, have that contrasting temperature. Yeah. I actually... We'll try it, and I'll let yeah. you know, and I'll let you guys know too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, because it has a science behind. Because you know, like migraines is like the accumulation of pressure, kind of like mm -hmm. the blood in mm -hmm. your brain, mm -hmm. like in your head and up. So mm -hmm. you are trying to like draw the blood down. Yes, yeah, like to yeah. like all the blood to go down, like to have like a normal flow. Yeah. So hot. Whenever you place something hot in your, I know, in your body, in your whatever, it will make the veins bigger. Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. how do you say it? Like it expands it the blood expands. vessels, I yes, think. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And same does caffeine. Yeah. Well. So you know what's funny is every time I have a migraine I have caffeine. Yes. My favorite migraine medicine is a Tim Hortons ice cap. And it's like all sugar, all cream, and like this much coffee in there. I honestly only have them when I have migraines. Because yes. they're just so bad yes. for you, but <laughs> like know. they're also so tasty. But I do find that they make a difference. Like, even if it's just, like, that boost in the moment, that helps me, like, break through, like, that peak of the pain. Yeah, yeah you should definitely do this. But yeah. I love that, too, because that's natural. Like, yes, it's natural. No harm done with doing it yeah. or at least giving it a try. So now to move us on to our next topic of expectations. Oh. I feel like this is a big one for both of us. So my first question within this topic is... How can we manage our expectations of ourselves? Because I feel that's the person who expects the most. That's such a good question. <laughs> I don't have a, a straight answer to that's this. That's okay. Because that's the point of the yeah. show. Really. We quantify things that can't really be quantified. So that's I would just love to know your perspective. So I'm. That's that's my toxic trait. That I'm. <laughs> that I'm I'm not satisfied like yeah. with whatever I'm doing in my life like even I got like I went through a really hard whatever like let's say a hard exam and I did well I'm still not satisfied I'm like okay I but I got 98 not 100 yeah, exactly <laughs> or with the sales like okay I did well to this market or for the month I had like a really good month I'm like yeah, but there are other businesses that are like, they are hitting six figures. Yeah. So I can do better, yeah. you know. And this is really bad for yourself. Yeah. I know. I know it's bad. I'm trying my best. It's okay. And I don't want so. you to feel any type of shame or guilt from this question either because it's something that I also struggle with. I expect the world of myself and I'm like, yeah, everybody deserves self-care except for me. And like, it's ridiculous because I know that's not true. I know it so deeply in my whole body, but it's like my head doesn't want to agree. Yeah. If I can offer you some perspective on that in terms of 
expectations. Something that I do try and remind myself, and again, this is a try. It's not yes. perfect. Trial and error. <laughs> yes. I like to try and tell myself that 80% is good enough. Exactly. Finding those moments in the day, like especially when you are wanting to be a perfectionist or when you're wanting to excel at something, finding certain cases where like just good enough is good enough. Like let's say, for example, like you're working a market with La Botera. You might want your setup to be absolutely oh perfect. And that's, you know Every what? <laughs> that's okay because you know what? It works for you and I've worked with your brand and people love your brand and they remember it. So I would say in that scenario, using your perfectionism is like, that's an outlet. That's yeah. where it's needed. And that's where it serves you best. But let's say with school, you only need like no schooling program expects you to get 100% to pass. Yeah. So if you kind of look at like, what's the minimum I need to pass this whole program, maybe aim like 5% above it. And then anything above that is great. It's okay. You know, my friend is saying, C's get degrees. So, <laughs> no, literally, like your doctor could have had C's throughout university. Maybe not exactly doctors, but like any I profession. I can assure you that doctors, they have, they, they can fail. They probably have failed like exams yeah, and stuff. So absolutely. And you just, you can retake them. And like, this is not so to discredit fine. any doctors or anything because they yeah. still have <laughs> the training and they also have the resources to continue their learning after they've gotten their degrees. Yes. Totally, but still, like, even, I don't know, like, pharmacists, scientists, I don't yeah. know, astronauts. Marketers, yeah. business owners, yeah. like, you know something funny that occurs to me frequently? Yeah. Anybody on this planet, anybody can start a business. Of course. And, like, that's a great thing, but that also means anybody yeah. <laughs> can start a business. And <laughs> when you think about it, yeah, anybody. <laughs> literally just anybody, any Joe Blow off the street can start a business and you know there's there's circumstances where you know alignment is so important because having a business that you can passionately say this is a solution for people or this is something people need or people want you can't just start any business and be successful that's not what i'm saying but comparing yourself to other people you have no idea their back even if there's a business out there with six figures i know you started this in this apartment yeah. These people are here making six figures. How many other people on their team? How many people do they also pay? How much do they spend on advertising? All of these things yeah. count. How, and many, also, how much money do they invest in? Like, yeah. And another thing too is you can see a business that says like six figures in revenue, but that's not necessarily profit. That's true. <laughs> because even if they're making six figures, they're probably still only paying themselves a comfortable, probably a comfortable yeah, wage. Yeah, yeah. But there are other factors that are. Yeah. I was totally agree. <laughs> there's this YouTuber I like to watch sometimes. Her name's Katie Steckley. She does a lot of YouTube growth, Instagram growth, like that type of thing, tutorial videos and information videos. She did a breakdown of her finances and what she gets in her business. And of course, she's doing killer. Love her. And she's also been doing it for a long time and she started from nothing so for her to be sharing this like it's just amazing it's yes, like inspiration the thing is she said in this video that she only actually pays herself maybe like 30 40 grand a year that's maybe not the exact number but i remember it wasn't high a medium range like it's a respectable amount but it's not really that big because she also has another partner who pays bills 
And with her business income, she can also make sure that she has like safety funds and all these things, things I would love to do one day. But yeah. <laughs> but her actual and revenue, what she makes in a year is like 40K and like that's nothing. Yes, it really isn't a lot. the work that you are putting in. Yeah. Right? And you know what? Like, I'm sure she's very comfortable with that. And she's actually, in the video, she said she made a budget. Like, this is what she can comfortably pay herself to still have treats and, yeah, you know, take herself like, on dates. And, like, for her, that's that's what works. But also, every single one of us is different. You don't course. know what kind of student loans she does or doesn't have. You don't know of all of the other things. The backstory, whatever happen, happens behind the curtain. Exactly. So and maybe her partner makes like a lot of seven money. figures. Yeah. Like you don't know this, <laughs> you right? Know, so exactly. And I don't mean to assume I love the check, I love the video. But you know, like you really can't assume what that's true. What yeah. people have in their corner. Be it a team, be it funding, be it, you know, like a rich dad, like any so respect, right? You know, if we all had a small loan of a million dollars, I'm sure we could make, <laughs> you know, big movements. Um, of course. But it's just so admirable to start from the square one. And when you eventually make it, imagine how much more fulfilling that is than if you had everything handed to you. That's, that's true. That's true. And also at the end of the story, even if you are not making that much money, like even if you are not getting like six figures, seven figures, at least you are working towards your dream. You are yeah. making like your business is like your baby. You yeah. Know? Like, I see that all the time. Yes. <laughs> like you are putting effort and money and time towards your company, towards this thing that maybe or maybe not tomorrow, like after tomorrow, like after a year or two, mm -hmm. maybe this will bring you like a lot of money. But in the first place, like at least for me, it's like this fulfillment, this kind of dream come true that this is my formulation this is something that i am doing this mm -hmm. is like my baby you know like, like a little piece of your soul you know? yeah yes this is my hard work even if it's not making money like it's mm -hmm. not always about the money money yeah. can come like in the second kind yes of. Yeah. it's still <laughs> yeah <goal. laughs> but it's also yeah. not the only goal and that's i think true. that's a really important distinction as well like it's really easy to get hard on yourself like i haven't made profit yet i haven't been hitting my income goals yet yeah. and like that doesn't mean you haven't still made progress like what other things can you measure your success in that doesn't include money money exactly. like have you finished your website or making these other changes within your business that in turn will lead to more money and like it doesn't have to always be about, about money. the money yeah. yeah, like it's the day-to-day -day problems, even quality of like photos, like mm -hmm. even, I don't know, like when I started, like I was taking my photos and my apartment, <laughs> <laughs> like from my phone or like even a scrappy camera, but mm -hmm. now I'm hiring a photographer, but, like I'm doing like headshots or something like I wasn't imagining for myself, you know, I was featured in television, Breakfast TV. Oh my god, no I way, I didn't know this either. Yeah, really. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was last December, so I couldn't imagine, like, two years ago that one day I would be in the news, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> So, or at least this little district, I couldn't imagine, like, one day I will be selling there. Yeah. It's, it's a big step, right? Absolutely. For a small business. Absolutely. This conversation is really segueing easily into the next topic or next question I mean yeah. of how do we go after our dreams without asking too much from ourselves? That's hard topic. It is a very hard topic. 
And again, this is something so, that can't necessarily be qualified. So any perspective that you have yeah. is the right answer. So how can we chase our dreams, but without like overworking, right? Without overworking or without the expectation that by chasing my dream, I have to even get there. Okay. Because what, like, what yeah. if the business is never seven figures? Yes. Or what if, you know, you never really figure she, out like, what to yeah. do or how to do it? Like, how do we go after this dream without so, feeling like yeah, our dreams yeah. are crushed if we don't? Yeah. Like, without hitting, like, this perfect spot that you were yeah. like, imagining in your head. I mean, as we were saying before, every little step that you are taking every day, every hour like mm -hmm. every day like every month it, it matters like it doesn't have to do with money as we said mm -hmm. it's like simple steps that you are working towards like i have seen this like instagram kind of inspiration photos there are like uh, there are like a lot of stairs and the goal is at the really really it's really really high but you know like there are these little steps that you have to jump yeah, every day. And so everyone counts. Hit, yes, exactly. So you can hit this maximum goal, which mm -hmm. is like, for now, it could be in, imaginable. Like, you can think that I'm not going to make it. I'm mm -hmm. never going to do it. But mm -hmm. still, it's the attitude that you have or like this energy that you have, like the motivation, the inspiration that you get every day to wake up in the morning and do it. Just like try it. Mm -hmm. It's like, and you will see, like, even if you fail the first time, you will see that the second time, you will know by experience that you will do something else or something yeah, better yeah. or something different. Or even if you fail again, you fail a little bit less hard. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like the little steps that will get you to the ideal goal, mm -hmm. the perfect, I don't know, spot. Or even if, if you don't get to this perfect spot, it's the experience that you got from yeah. all these things. So Absolutely. you know now in your life that, okay, these stairs, they are not working for me. Yeah. I have to take another stair yeah. to go to my goal. You know? Oh, absolutely. That inspires me so much. I feel like there's so much you can say on that. I feel like, first of all, if you do not go after your dreams, the consequence is never knowing. You basically just said that. And I could not imagine living the rest of my life happily Without at least knowing, can I be an entrepreneur? Can I make this happen for myself? Create my own life and create my own success and my own career even. And even just trying, even if you fail, even if you don't make it to that big dream, it doesn't even have to be an expectation to make it to that big dream. You just have to try where yes. I'm trying this thing out and I want to see if it fits. And that's great. Like it's that's perfect. And once you get going, like for me, I've been an entrepreneur for approximately four years. I know you've been doing it for a while as well. Obviously, the dream is I want to sell out. I want to be rich. I want to be just like yeah. living the life of luxury. And that is a great goal to have, believe me. <laughs> but this brings me back to the 80-20 rule that we were talking about a little bit earlier, where sometimes like maybe even just 80% of that big dream that you have is enough. And then life does its life thing all of the time and gives you these other curveballs where you didn't know that you would ever enjoy. Like for me, it's event planning. I never thought I would be an event planner. Please, I've never really? even dreamed about it. No, God, oh no. God. <laughs> like I was, I never wanted it. 
But then I came across a job. This is actually how Christiana and I met was yeah. through an event <laughs> through the city of Toronto and we hit it off about a year ago. I never consider myself even good at it or desiring to do it, anything. And then I did it. I'm like, huh, I'm actually amazing at this. Yeah, I did. <laughs> exactly. And so sometimes failing on that big dream can lead you to something different. And I'm not saying like event planning is now a dream, but still. But now I know that it's something that can also serve me in the future where let's say social media business, creativity, all this shit doesn't work out. I can become an event planner, you know, like there's so many different things. And when you are limiting yourself to just that one top of the stairs that you can see in your mind and you are fixed this is what is going to happen. You can almost sabotage yourself in that sense where like you're not opening yourself up to this whole coliseum that could be around you of all of the top of the stairs, right? Like I could do amazing at social media. I could do amazing at event planning and I could also do amazing at burger flipping. Yes. You know, like anything. Like it could be literally anything. And like whatever that top of the stairs looks like to you might not even come true but I can guarantee you if you try and you bet on yourself that even if it doesn't come something better will exactly yeah I believe to be saying like every day whatever happens happens for a reason yes I so agree with that. even it's good even it's bad it has a purpose in your yeah. life and Whether I stick with the like, yeah even it's something really really bad I know that something else will come like mm-hmm. from whatever I, I have yeah. like, from this experience. Yeah. So yeah, if this stairs they are not leading to your goal, take the other stairs. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> there are so many other options. A hot right? girl knows that if she gets fired from her job, a better one is around the corner. Exactly. Right? Yes, totally. <laughs> I love that so much. Now we can move pretty easily into our next topic, which is validation i would love to ask with this topic how do we seek validation in a way that is conducive to our mental so to rephrase a little bit how do we ask other people for their opinion or for advice or to even just validate our idea as a reasonable idea how do we do this thing without taking away from our ability to decide oh my god or our internal (laughs) wisdom and I know this is, again, yeah. a big question for us for here. Me. As a person that cannot decide at all, <laughs> even as a small business owner. Before we wrap up this topic, I want to share with you a little tool yeah. that I have on that. But please, continue. Yeah. So I'm really not the good example for this topic. But I'm Which makes you the best example, really, yes. because people will see themselves in you. Yeah, so I cannot decide even if... I don't know what I'm going to wear today, what I'm going to eat today. I cannot <laughs> decide. I will ask you or other person, like other people to make decisions for me, mm-hmm. which is not really ideal in your everyday life, mm-hmm. especially when you are a small business owner and you have to make decisions like that will hurt you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hurt your pocket, you know. Yeah. What has helped me a lot is like your like, this feeling in your gut that you have yeah yeah it's it, it's really working like yeah whatever like vibes that you are getting for anyone yeah. from any situation trust it it's trusted yeah something if it's it's feeling like too good to be true something is off there yeah yeah and you might not even be able to articulate what it is yes is but but you're gonna see it tomorrow like tomorrow it, you will see that oh it's good for me that i didn't make this decision yeah (laughs) yeah 
like there's been times where my FOMO, like fear of missing out, oh, is really okay. kicking in and like I really actually I really wanted to go to a party recently that I was invited to, but that day I fell and I had like <gasps> big scratches and I was in so much pain oh, the day God. it happened. The day with the bees, right? Yes, we were attacked by bees at the distillery district and uh I didn't get stung once, but I did like literally try and slip and slide across the concrete <laughs> and it was like the worst day of my life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. It's so good. But I had a party to go to. It was actually the next day. And, you know, I was so excited. But you know what? Like, I was like, guys, like, this is a pool party. And I don't think my scabs want to be yeah. in the water. Like, uh. so I decided not to go. And I was so, like, at the moment, I was like, I do not want to like, yeah, disappoint I them. I don't cancel on plans. Like, all of these things. But then, like, I rested. And I did nothing, and I maybe hung out with my boyfriend. Like, I just, like, I did my thing. And you know what? Like, those scabs healed faster than any scab I've ever had. <laughs> really? And, like, literally. And I'm, like, I'm not saying it's exclusively from taking rest, but after I healed, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm ready to rumble. I don't need to rest anymore. Like, yeah. I'm okay now because I had time to just, you know, rest. chill. Yeah. Afterwards, like, after I took that time to rest, I didn't feel like I missed out on anything by not going to that party. In the moment, it sucked, but then after the fact, who cares? Yeah, exactly. That's so, to do things that brings you joy. Yeah. Right? Now, I want to talk a little bit about decisions, decisions. Yeah. because we've talked about that a little bit just in passing, where you say, "I suck at making decisions." But yeah. I'll just remind you: you don't suck at making yeah. decisions. Your body makes the decision for you, but maybe it doesn't always communicate a very clear answer. Maybe there's yeah. contradictions, because that's at least my problem. Is Sometimes, like, my heart wants one thing, and my gut and wants another yeah. thing. And, and my brain says something else. And it's like all three of them are like, oh, so yeah, which one do you listen to? If there's pros and cons to both options, yeah. how do you choose the right option? Okay. First of all, there's no right option. There's just yes. option A and B. And whichever one works for you is whichever one works for you. But I want to share a little tool that I have been working on within myself. Yeah. And it still takes practice. Okay. It's not perfect to listeners as well. I've actually shared this in previous episodes. I'll link them in the description. The tool that I'm beating around the bush to get at is finding a way to really hone in on those voices of what is it that my head says? What is it that my heart says? What is it that my gut says? Now, which one do you listen to? You were talking about like having a gut instinct. So if you're acting on instincts, your instincts can be wrong. Because your instincts come from past experiences. And what happened yesterday is not always going to be the way that it's yeah. going to be. So you can then ask yourself. And another tip within this tool is, is scanning. If you take this instinct and you walk it up to your heart, do I feel the same way right here? Yes. And then you walk it up to your head. And if I think it's about this, same. even for five seconds, do I feel the same way? that If you walk it upwards and then all three of them are aligned. That that's how you would align them because if your heart, your head, all of them say different things, then that's it's not aligned, right? So that's a good way to kind of get everybody on the same page. Yeah. Now, where to start in all of that is whichever one you live in most. Typically, I live in my head. Some people yes. they live in their gut. Some people, and these people are lucky they live in their heart. I do yeah, not. Yeah. But the key is to know where your heart is. Yes, so your mind, it'll play tricks on you. Your gut, it'll play tricks on you. And I don't want to say that to make you think that you can't trust those instincts, but your heart knows the absolute truth. 
Yeah. So if you can find any way to really sit with it, just right here. And sometimes you can even feel like little like little butterflies yeah. or little sprinkles kind of happening in your actual heart or in your actual gut. Like you can really feel it in a physical sensation of that emotion. And then do it. Exactly. Like if your heart and your gut say the same thing, do it. If your head and your heart say the same thing, do it. And if it's just your heart saying things, like obviously do it. But I find that for myself, I know where my heart is, but I don't live there. I'm always up here. In your mind. Exactly. Which so, is not necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not. I love to be reflective <laughs> and introspective, and I really love to journal and to write, and I love being with my thoughts, yeah. especially because I've been practicing my thoughts to be less aggressive. <laughs> like, I don't want my thoughts to be mean to me, so every time I have a mean thought, I try and sit through that and be gentle, and I work through it, and like... It, it makes a huge, huge difference. Yeah. It is not always a bad thing to live in your mind. And I love that you say that because sometimes I'm like, God, why don't I live in my heart? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know many people who truly, truly live right in their heart, but I think there's a lot of value in knowing where it is. Where it is. Yes. Because right. if you're in a moment, you have to make a decision. It's like, I need to at least find somebody that can mediate these two contradictory feelings. Yeah. So I've identified my heart to be number one priority on like who gets the most say. But I try and maker. <laughs> exactly. The heart is the decision maker, but I try really hard to balance not al- to balance it. Exactly. Like I don't want my mind to be in the driver's seat. Yeah. It can be mostly in the driver's seat, but I don't want it to have full control all the time over it. Thing. This is why this scanning yeah. thing really comes into play. Does that help at all yes. with the decision? Yes. Okay. But I have a question for yes. you related to the topic. What if you have to make a decision mm-hmm. and you get really, really, really excited about it? Like your heart just like is flying away from your yeah. body. You feel it that your mind says, yes, it's a really good decision. Mm-hmm. Your gut say yes, but physically you think that it's, it's going to be really tiring. You feel that it's going to be really hard to fulfill yeah. this. Yeah. What are you going to do? That's such an interesting question. I really, really love that question. And I will say, first of all, like having your full alignment, the yes. heart says yes, the gut says yes, so does the head. All of it is in alignment. Great. I say, do it scared. Yes. Your body is feeling, oh my God, this is scary. Because I'll tell you that your muscles, your body, your skin... It holds memories. That's true. And that can be this lifetime, that can be generational memories. And this is why, let's say, for example, you're standing on the corner of a bridge, nowhere near the edge, but suddenly you feel afraid. And you're like, I've never fallen off a bridge. Yeah. But you don't know. Maybe somebody in your history of your lineage has fallen off a bridge. And it's been instilled in you through generations. We're afraid of bridges. Yeah. But the reality is we don't need to be afraid of bridges. Yeah. That's called nervous system safety. A side note on nervous system safety since the audio cut off. Nervous system safety, or in this context, unsafety, is your hypothalamus which lives deep in your brain and controls your autonomic nervous system, manages your hormones, and wants to keep your body in a state of homeostasis. In other words, if you're not a science nerd, your hypothalamus controls your body's ability to feel balanced. Your body, nervous system, and hormones operate on cycles. They fluctuate and release at different times to accomplish different functions in the body, such as adrenaline when you're being chased by a bear, dopamine when you won crazy aids against your nephews, and the thyrotropin-releasing hormone when your body starts to shake from anxiety 
on the side of a bridge even when you know that you're completely safe. In certain circumstances, this system can become dysregulated. Sometimes when you're making decisions or taking action in your life towards something that matters, your body releases hormones to tell your nerves, this matters. And even when head, heart, and gut are all in alignment, your alarm bells are still ringing. I'm sure you've heard the term of intrusive thoughts. Well, this is an intrusive feeling. It's kind of like the fear of making money. This is a really weird one, but some people have a fear of making a lot of money in their life because what if it gets taken away? Or what if it's still not enough? Or what if, what if, what if, what if I don't deserve it? These are all feelings that we can get towards something positive that feel negative. And this is just a matter of your body being in that state of equilibrium. Your body is telling you, this matters to me, and we need to take extra precaution when we are taking action towards it. I say, do things scared. This does not mean do things dangerously or recklessly. This means that if your head, heart, and gut all agree, and even when your hypothalamus is hypothalamusing, you still owe it to yourself to try. Prove your hypothalamus and your thyroid who is boss. Prove your body that there's nothing to be afraid of. Back to the episode. I must say, I've come to Christiana's apartment to film this interview, and I'm just so impressed, first of all, with the setup. I know I said before, but I have never had a setup like this, and to be able to do it has just been such a blessing, and I really want to thank you for hosting oh, at you. your place. But not only did this chick have plants and props and two cameras and lights and all the things, she also fed me dinner, and I wasn't expecting it. I can do for you. It was so amazing, and I just, like, that's the hostess with the mostest right there. So I actually, before we wrap up this topic, I want to take this opportunity to invite you to go check out Christiana on Instagram. Is there anywhere else that people can keep in touch with you? Uh, well, social media, I mean, TikTok, Instagram. Yeah, it's all the same handle. Yeah, it's Labotera Cosmetics. Amazing. So Laboterra Cos- Cosmetics. Laboterra Cosmetics. Yeah. Check her out anywhere that you're active yeah. on social media. But let's wrap up this conversation with our last topic of the day on self-care. So this whole topic has been on self-care, but I really wanted to end on this so that we can really hammer home how self-care impacts our lives and how the lack thereof impacts our lives. So to bring us to the question portion, how do we develop little doses of self-care practices on a daily basis as busy people rather than falling into the trap of all or nothing? So I want to explain that a little bit. All or nothing is like, it's actually something that you explained to me when we were working together, where sometimes you get into this energy of all or nothing, where you're like, I'm going to put on every lotion, every cream, every serum, I'm going to do my hair, I'm going to take a long shower, I'm going to take a nap, and it's like all of the self-care, but then for the rest of the week, for the rest of the month, it's nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Which... I want to I want to stress there's no problem with that because you're doubling down on your self-care to last a longer time. But is there a value in having these micro doses that outweighs the bigger doses yes. or is can we compare them in any yeah. way? I think it depends on the person. But very true. Both of them they and work. your schedule. Yes, and your schedule. Yeah. But both of them like work like perfectly yeah. as long as you you do them like yes. you have to yes. <laughs> to do either or yes <laughs> during like hard periods of time that you have like you are really busy you have to make a lot of decisions in your mm-hmm. life you like you, you are busy like you are your working schedule is nine to nine yeah. <laughs> not to five anymore yeah i found like it's working for me it's going to bed early mm-hmm. and by that i mean uh, taking a shower every night 
mm-hmm. and then just like applying a face cream or like yeah. applying a body cream. I don't yeah. know something that will make me feel good. Changing your bed sheets more frequently and yeah. all these smells yeah. or aromas or something like mm-hmm. you feel. I have this thing that I, whenever I feel clean, I feel relaxed. I don't yeah, know, it's a weird no, thing. I love that. That's totally fair. So, you know, like, you have showered, you have applied all these lotions mm-hmm. and stuff, and you go sleep in, like, a clean bed sheets that they smell like this good, like, aroma. Yeah. It's like, oh my god. It's I'm a princess now. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's like the perfect spot, and, and like, it's relaxing. It's, mm-hmm. it's self-care, for me mm-hmm. at least. Either the other option, like, you don't have any time so you are working and you don't have time to shower or you don't have time to do all these fancy things mm-hmm. even that works well like yeah i mean just kind of what's coming to my mind from this is doing like the all self-care where you're having like all of the things yeah. like all the tasks all shaving and <laughs> yeah all of the things shaving too if you are using that as your main form of self-care you might notice like Maybe like a month from now, you're like, oh my gosh, like I feel so low, I'm heavy, I'm groggy, like I just hate life, whatever. Do your freaking self-care. Like that should be your number one step before like calling your doctor to say that your whole life sucks. Yeah. (laughs) There's also balance in that because I would say that if you only really truly have the time to take half an hour or two hours even, let's say like once a month for your self-care, that's totally valid. If you don't have the time for that, but you do have time for like five minutes a day, totally valid what if we have both it's even it's even better better, right like something that I try and it's funny because I didn't realize that I did this until talking about it is I do the same thing with micro well I do opposite with micro doses like my main self-care is micro doses of a little little tiny self-care like 10 minutes painting two seconds applying lotion like and I'll do it, like, maybe three times a week. Yeah, just randomly, right? Randomly. Yeah. Like, when I feel like it, I'll put on different earrings today or just yeah. whatever it is. I'll do something small for myself a few times a week. And I would love to do it every day, but I don't always feel like it. And that's okay. But then also, maybe once a month, maybe it's the full moon or the new moon. <laughs> who cares? That's when you shave your whole body. Exactly. You lather up with lotion. And I you're like, you. and it's like, then you do like the whole routine and it's like, I mean, you personally know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like two different gifts for yourself where it's like, I'm giving myself this 10 minutes of my day because it's my day and I say so. And I'm going to take a whole last day to take care of myself because it doesn't have to be one or the other. It could yes. be both. At least you have to do one at, at least one if not the other if not both exactly yeah. but yeah i don't want to like sound ages like yeah. how to say this yeah, yeah. but ages still, yeah. yeah but still like times has been changed oh absolutely and you're supposed to because yes. like you know in 2070 we are we're gonna be the old farts exactly. who are like in my day yeah yeah we used to like use instagram and tiktok and like, stuff not? yeah yeah, but still, I mean, we have we have like a lot of things to do in mm-hmm. our daily routine. There are distractions, a lot of distractions. Oh, yes. So we have to make time. Like it's a ma- it's a it's a must nowadays. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like for my parents or grandparents, taking like a five minutes self care or like mm-hmm. doing something for yourself would would sound like luxury mm-hmm. would say to you like oh my god why you are doing this like you have free time or something yeah you have like a pile of things to do there so why you don't do that 
But it's, it doesn't work like this, right? It doesn't. I don't know you, if you have the same. No, I absolutely, I absolutely do. It's like you have a day off. Like, what are you doing today? Yeah. Like, why aren't you taking your laundry down to the creek and washing it on your washboard? Like, that's that's what sounds ageist. But I, you know, like, I definitely agree with you that we have shifted in our society to have a different outlook on self care, and I am living for it. But this is also what makes self care so important because not everybody knows how to do it and this can be generational it can be individual it doesn't matter not everybody knows how to take care of themselves or how to relieve stress or how to let go of things and like honestly nobody really knows but we can learn how we do it yes and something that's also coming to mind is that you mentioned that we are so full of distractions and you are so right that we live in an age of technology and we live with these stupid things glued to yes. our faces and it is so toxic for us to only exist on social media or to only exist online and I'm not going to demonize it. We should be on social media. We should utilize the tools that we have in this day and age because that's what keeps us current and that's okay. It's okay to have these distractions. It's okay to escape sometimes but there is so much value in walking through the grass barefoot yes or you know just living like at the moment living right? in the moment or maybe one day you don't have to answer your emails and you put your phone in a drawer and oh you my don't God, touch I it i want to do this so bad i want to too but i feel like i'm addicted and it's like i probably am but like these little things let us just like step back into yes. the fact that like we are human beings we are animals we are creatures we're not machines like, just be offline for a day like yeah. i don't know like i even, don't explain it but i would love if it was a whole day but even if it was like an hour a day yes even if it was an hour before bed that's really my goal and i'm saying this because not because i've achieved it but because i want to achieve it like to have an hour without technology a day and then maybe one day that turns into two hours and then that turns into one day a week who knows but I'm not going to give up technology. I love video games. Course, I love yeah. texting. I love... Everything nowadays is like online. So we yeah. can't leave. Like, no. This is a new generation. It is. It's part of our lives. But we have to learn to live with the balance of yeah. like online and offline. Yeah. Life, right? And to not forget where we've come from. Because online is not real. It really is not real. People only share curated, perfect, yes. picturesque versions of themselves. And not their like funny tummy rolls and not their you <laughs> so know wide. ugly selfie or you know, like none of the bad things end up online. And if they do, it's a sob story where you're meant to feel bad for them. And that's also okay. But you know, like online can be toxic, it can also be beautiful, it can also be a place for inspiration and motivation, and it can be so powerful as a tool depending is, on yeah. how you use it. Finding ways to serve yourself with whatever it is that you practice be it painting be it technology break just be pre present exactly exactly just being present with it i think is so invaluable to to our health just to our health to our practice of self-care to anything really to being a, a living organism yeah <laughs> a balanced person a balanced person exactly absolutely this is a, a really good point the balance of being online and offline as a Today, in today's world, right? yeah, yeah. I don't know if you have seen that. Like, if you have any cousins or family that they are like younger than you, they're like seven years old. Mm -hmm. They are stuck with their tablets. They're stuck with. Oh my god, chronically online. Like so bad. I know, and it's so funny because like 
when I was a kid, we did have technology as a kid, we but we did. didn't have it in the same access. The our same parents, <laughs> our parents put limits on it, and our parents took it away if we were on it at bedtime. Like we did not have this constant access, and I do feel really bad. I also am so curious as to how the world will change when they grow up. What happens when they're forced to sit in traffic and not text for three <laughs> hours, and like they're right. bored out of their mind, or like what happens when? I know, the power of the CD will. I don't know. What if the sun just takes away all of our satellites, which it's totally capable of doing, and we have no internet anymore? Yeah. It's possible. It is possible. On a side note, a tangent about the sun. Did you know the sun is probably one of my biggest fears? Not to mention the common fears of skin cancer and the sun expanding and swallowing the earth whole, but there's more to it. Did you know that the reason we have wind is because the sun is creating space wind, which wobbles our atmosphere and creates waves in the air around us? Our atmosphere prevents all of our loose matter from floating into space, and also acts as a cushion to slow down space matter when it impacts us. The atmosphere is why we have semi-regular temperatures rather than being negative 10,000 degrees at night. But did you know that the atmosphere, which is like a thin bubble wrapped around us, could be stripped away at any instant from the sun? It just needs to decide to do it. Another horrifying fact about the sun is that it could choose to wipe out all of our satellites and access to technology, and we wouldn't know it was happening until it was too late. Imagine the infrastructure that would collapse without technology. I, for one, know I would be completely without a job. I'd be screwed, and so would the world. The pure grandeur of the sun earns my respect and gives me gratitude to live on a planet with internet access. It also reminds me that nothing is permanent, not even the sun, and we need to make sure to touch grass sometimes and to walk on the beach and to do things that we enjoy that don't involve technology. Anyway, back to what Christiana was saying about the next generation and technology. Having any kind of floating reality can really help you pivot away from technology if it ever becomes necessary yeah. i hope it doesn't yeah but yeah i but, feel yeah. really bad for i wanted too. to point this out because this is how like the next generation is engraved this is how we we have been engraved like or like programmed from mm -hmm. like a young age to what we are living today this mm -hmm. is how we we have built this like toxic of like being busy and like being on the cell phone all the time because we used to do the same when we were like younger and mm -hmm. the younger age like six seven years old so by that i want to say that we have to take care of our younger generation because yeah. whatever we are doing now we will we example, example to them yes absolutely and if like the kids will will see like the parents that they are always busy they don't have time they are not practicing self-care they are mm -hmm. not practicing family time you know like just leaving the cell phones out of just being present or like mm -hmm. just having a normal dinner without the cell phone or like being on Instagram or stuff. Mm -hmm. This is also part of self-care. This is part of being present. Another thing that I want to share with you is that my parents recently came here. So every moment that I am with them, I feel like really, really happy to just yeah. sit with them, like have a normal conversation. Mm -hmm. And they were like during this period of final exams and I was really busy. And even if I had like five minutes that I wanted to spend, these five minutes that I was saying that I have to relax and then get back to work, I would rather spend it with my parents. I'd yeah. rather spend it with my family oh. or like with my cousins or like with my friends and just mm -hmm. like being there, like just mm -hmm. being physically there so I can talk to somebody, so I can be offline. This, this gave me a lot of power, a lot of inspiration. 
so I can move forward. I can yeah. move, I can go back to work. I can be like more energetic or more. And also just that little bit nurtured as well because yes. they also love that time with you, yes. right? Yeah. I love that. And I actually do basically the exact same. I live with my grandparents. God love them. They have no idea what I do for work. <laughs> they do not get it. And that's so okay. Right. Right? It just is what it is. They'll never get it. And that's okay with me. But every time that I think, like, I'm not doing anything right now, I go down and I just talk to them. Five minutes, ten minutes, two hours. Sometimes it turns into a whole afternoon. Afternoon like, conversation. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I just let it happen organically as much as I can because I know if I'm creating that connection with them, then I'll be fully present with them. And my least favorite thing is being in a space with them where I'm not present because I love them and they love me and we want to connect and they want to share time with me. And when I'm preoccupied, I'm more easily irritable or I'm more easily That's like true. less likely to listen. Yes. And like, I hate having that energy towards them. And it's just my own humanness. It'll happen and it will always happen. But managing my own energy and my own time to be able to be like, when is the best time to go and spend 15 minutes to have coffee with my grandmother and oh, taking boy. that opportunity yeah that's so important like, it is so important. You, you will remember of this moment like 30 40 years from now yeah. you will say like oh my god i have this moment i have this moment with my grandmother i think so, everybody like especially those who are not fortunate enough to have their grandparents at 26 or maybe they are listening and they're older and their grandparents have passed away I'm sure every single one of us just like wishes to have that one last cup of tea with our grandma. So and true. like, I don't take a single one of them for granted because I just know that they are not forever. Yes. They are organic matter too. And as much as I want them to live forever, that they won't. And life is not permanent. It is not. <laughs> and like, that's so, that maybe is like a little bit morbid, but it's really humbling sometimes when you're sitting there in your bed and it's and I'm not proud of this but this has happened where it's like it's been two weeks and you haven't really gotten out of your bed because you've just been on your phone yeah and it's like I've been in a hole and I haven't wanted to do anything and I didn't know what to do and like just so yeah, I'm like I just like, enable myself by escaping out of my phone and I'm on TikTok I'm on Instagram yeah. I'm playing games like and it's like it's terrible and then you realize you're like oh my god two weeks have passed and I've barely done anything I barely lived, right? Barely lived. And it's like two weeks is a long time. It's not a long time and it is at the same time. Your it's life like is made up of two week increments. Yeah. Every two weeks counts. And like that's those baby steps towards that ladder of success, yes. right? But again, there's balance in that because that two weeks, I'm sure, was a self-care moment that I needed and I took it and that is okay. Charge. But it's not necessarily a healthy permanent situation situation right? like a yeah. coping mechanism to get caught into yeah i totally agree yeah this was a very very lovely chat i want to wrap this conversation up and although i have to let you go i don't want to we're just i can see it on both of our faces that we're tired i can't see my own face but i don't want to feel like we're both tired so let's wrap up this conversation but before i let everybody go i just want to say again thank you so much for not only being here with me on the show but also for hosting in your home that is so so special to me you don't even believe it you wouldn't get it it's so huge thank you for having us thank you and uh us being my audience here with you in your uh in your lovely home and it's seriously so great her and her husband have moved here from greece and they are like 
both in business, both have their own businesses, and like I'm just so impressed by everything. Wow. <laughs> I highly re recommend reach out to her on Instagram, say hi, let us know if we spoke to you at all in this episode, if something really resonated with you. Either one of us would really love yeah. to. <laughs> but. Well, it was a pleasure being here with you today. Thank yeah. you for including me in your chakras. I'm glad we finally did yes, it. <laughs> I'm so happy that we finally <laughs> made our plans I know. in re reality, you know. Thank you for everything. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And who knows, if all goes well, maybe we can do this again one day. Yes. Next year. Yes. <laughs> Just 2024. Teasing. Just teasing. But yes. Thanks so much. Catch you next time. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with me. And if you enjoyed today's topic, now is a great moment to subscribe. If you have any feedback about today's topic, please reach out to my social channels. I help creative entrepreneurs market their creations in a way that feels authentic. I have a self-study marketing program that covers basic and advanced marketing concepts with nine modules and activity sheets. I also sell content creation templates to help you manage your social media with unlimited content creation ideas. And I also offer one-on-one -on -one marketing consulting services. Check out my socials and my website to learn more. If you're interested in working with me, please reach out via email. So that's social media if you're reaching out for my podcast and email if you're reaching out for business. All relevant contact links are in the description and thanks again for listening. Cheers for now. <sighs> that was pretty good. <laughs>